eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There you go. It's great marching band music for a man who should always be presented with a football marching band from old NASA from somewhere out in the sticks of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Our own Ross Tucker. Good morning, Ross. Good morning, Al. So first of all, we never got the story from Joe yeah. as to how he even got that audio. Secondly, <laughs> Wild Missing is not the sticks, bro. Oh, it is. Wild Missing <laughs> is right next to Redding. It's an oh, hour west oh, of it's Philly. it's right next to Redding. Oh, oh, oh. Woo! Well, you got outlets, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. It's always so funny to me what people know about Redding. Right. They always say the outlets or they say the Redding Phillies. Yep. Or they, they say Al's Diamond Cabaret. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yes, I've heard uh, that. Yeah. I mean, like, that's when you know you've made it, when, you, <laughs> when you're known for those three things. And now, and now Taylor Swift. There yes. you go. Yeah. So, and you. Let's face it. Your, your stature is getting time. bigger and bigger. We're hoping your voice is better. And I was telling Rhea, your whole career started with laryngitis, right? What do you mean? Didn't you get laryngitis on a Eagles game? Eagles game. Oh, yes. Preseason. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know what's funny? Um, yes, my voice is better. It's it's transitioning to um, coughing up mucus now, which is ah, always nice. Thank you. As everybody's can, having breakfast. We can report yeah. that Ross is transitioning. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, Breaking news. I'm going to ask you something now. My, my kids get sick like every two or three weeks yep. in the winter. Yep. Are, we, are we sure as a society – that education is worth this. Are we sure that not- <laughs> <laughs> they go to school and they get sick? No, Ross, here's here's what I, I it only took till he got to eighth grade. But what I say to Clark is, listen, if you wake up, and you don't feel great. You because I'm like I I have one of these things where I insist on on uh, close to perfect attendance, which he had for a couple of years. I've relaxed a little bit. Get to twelve oh one. It's considered a full day, and I'll come pick you up. Yeah. And they're gonna, you're gonna get sick. I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta get some germs in you, Ross. Yes. Well, you know, you know what's so funny? Two things, right? Number one, obviously, I'm joking. Yeah. But the best part about it is, five hours from now, I'll check my email, 
And like Somebody Bill, will be mad. Bill from Warrington will say, <laughs> Ross, I was really surprised to hear you say that it's not worth the education to get. You know, oh, education God. is the oh. foundation. Oh. And I'm always like, Bill, it I'm was kidding. a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what's not a joke, Ross, and I've seen this with teams in the, in the, in the um, playoffs in hockey. They are terrified of something like a flu or a stomach bug yeah. just before a game or a series. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't sound like people don't even factor it in, but it, it, is, it is so worrisome. Well, that, you know, one of, could, my, yeah. uh, one of our daughters um, comes down and climbs in bed with us most nights. When she's sick, I, I go to the guest room <laughs> because, you know, that's how, you know, you can't just be laying in bed with this eight-year-old breathing phlegm <laughs> on you all night. Like, that's how you get sick. They're germ so, receptacles. Uh, especially during football season. Yeah. Uh, because I can't afford no. to miss anything. Like, I can't afford to not be able to talk with you guys, especially when we only have a couple more of these left. I love, by the way, I'm not sure – if Howie Roseman put together this team to go to the Super Bowl to f- try to force Angelo to work longer <laughs> or because he knew it'd be Ross Tucker Wednesdays and he you wanted to get it a couple more Wednesdays. Up. It is yeah. Ross I got Tucker you, bro. on Wednesdays. And the, what we're doing today, Ross, is we're in addition to we're going to do a true and false with you, we're asking people real money. Not This is not made up. There are people of modest means, our means, who are going to their bank account and seeing if they have literally over $10,000 to go and make a weekend of this. Uh, my contention is, Ross, that this is the most expensive sporting event in American history. But when you count hotel, because you got that Travel, golf tournament yeah. going out there, the, uh, the demand for tickets on a market like this and Kansas City and airfare or whatever to get there. And there are literally people of average means who are hitting over ten grand to go see this event. Well, so hold on a second. This is so funny that you say this, Al. I actually had Daniel Kaplan, who's the sports business expert for The Athletic. Right. He came on my podcast, the Ross Tucker podcast yesterday. It was so interesting. Like, both teams get 17.5% of the tickets, and then every other team in the NFL gets 1.2%, except for the Cardinals. Since they're hosting, they get 5%. But anyway, he went on and on. And he explained all this stuff to me. So there, he said there's no chance anybody's getting in there for less than $5,000 a Ooh. ticket. Wow. That that's the floor. And he told me that um, – remember when the Giants beat the Patriots, mm-hmm. obviously the undefeated Patriots? Yep. That was two Arizona Super Bowls ago. And you could actually get in that day. If you waited till that day, you could get in. It was 2008. For less than a thousand bucks. Wow! Wow! And then 2015, um, what 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 usually happens is right after the Super Bowl matchup is known, people buy tickets. You know, I've got I can't even imagine how many texts you guys have gotten. Oh. I've gotten texts from a bunch of buddies, and it's like I'm like, no, dude, I I, I don't. I, I don't have doing tickets. The same, yeah, I'd be doing <laughs> it the same way you're doing it. So the first couple of days, <clears throat> the tickets are really hot, and people are paying for them. Well, the scalpers used to sell them. For like four grand or three grand, and then as they got closer to the Super Bowl, the prices usually drop. They would buy it for two, and then that would be their profit. Well, they tried to do that in 2015 for the Patriots and the Seahawks. The last time it was in Arizona, and 
there was such demand for some reason that it flipped. And so these scalpers, they had shorted it. They had sold tickets they didn't actually have. Oh. And so then as the price went up, they just went out of business. A lot of people landed in Phoenix, and there was no tickets. Wow. The guys didn't have their tickets. Make sure you – It was bad. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. And that golf tournament's out there, Ross. This is going to be – it's going to be an insane the, weekend. The wildest weekend ever. All right, Ross, a lot of people want to talk to you. I'm going to go to the phones first before we go into your true and false. Let's go uh, right over the bridge of Haddon Township. And Rich, good morning, Rich. Good morning. How are you? Everybody's good, Rich. What do you got for us? So I'm going to talk about the Devontae Smith uh, miss call, which is great in our favor. Yep. But also that party fumble. When Fletcher Cox picked that up, didn't he have almost a straight line to the goal line if they didn't blow that dead? It was Linville, right, wasn't it? It, it was Linville yeah. Joseph, and yes, he did, because nobody else was really moving. Um, you know, I think I think they did blow it dead. Yeah, they did blow it. That's what um, I thought. They're actually taught not to do that. They're taught not to blow it dead, but it's it's critically important, and we didn't talk about this, that Linval actually went over there and grabbed it because they have to be able to see a clear on recovery. replay yeah. a clear yeah. recovery. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that, yeah, that's that's that was an amazing play, and it's amazing what comes up. Well, I think Angelo asked Nick Sirianni about it, and he said they kind of they teach their guys, yeah, just go pick the ball up, yeah, just pick it up, and then let them figure it out. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you yeah, said that, Rhea. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, go to the caller. Did, didn't we have a play like that against us before, like against Dallas Cowboys? They claimed there was no clear recovery, which was a joke. Oh, yes. there was a yeah. punt, a kick, or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think a kickoff yeah. or punt. Yeah. yeah. But but you know what. One thing I, I do want to say is everything in that game reminded me of just how good of an organization the Eagles have and how well-prepared they are. So, number one, it would be one thing if after Devontae Smith had that catch, if, like, the coach said, hurry up, or maybe the quarterback. Guys, it was Devontae yep. himself. Yeah. I mean, he's a second-year receiver, and – he has been so trained, so well prepared mm-hmm. that he was the one that was like, "Hurry up, we got to snap this! Hurry up, we got to snap this!" Because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I'm in the seminars for calling games, the the officiating seminars, because I do it for Eagles preseason and Westwood One Radio. And this is why people saying the NFL should have stopped it or should have buzzed down, they're wrong. Because they say that in the, whatever they call it, replay assist or expedited review. Expedite, that's what I was wondering about. Yeah, the, they, are not, they are never going to stop a hurry-up offense. They, they're not going to, because they're not sure. Uh-huh. So if they have enough time in between plays and they get enough of a look to see, oh, yeah, we got to ch- take a look at this, that's one thing. So Shanahan should have stopped it. Shanahan should know the rules, mm-hmm. and I believe he does. And in that instance, he's the only one that can stop it because expedited review is not going to get involved if the offense is in a hurry up. Because think about how many times they would potentially have to stop the game if teams were in hurry up. Gotcha. They don't ever stop the action unless in between plays they have enough time to see that there's an issue. So the Eagles know that. They took advantage of that. 
when Purdy got hit on the elbow, Linval Joseph went over, picked the ball up. They ju- these are little things that are huge things, huge. And we have the organization, we have the coaching staff that understands all those. Like It, it reminds me of when it's I was with the Patriots. Belichickian. Yes, it, it reminds me of when I was with the Patriots. They know all those little rules, and they maximize them. No, well, they, and, it, and it's certainly it's – certainly, uh, and Rich, do you have a, uh, a thing that you would pay for? Yes, actually, the British Open. Ooh, Love the British to go oh, there. how much money would you pay to go over there? Uh, it would be an expensive trip when you think of everything, so it would have to be at least ten grand. Yeah, ten, grand. ten grand. British Open. I will certainly take the British Open as a as a. I actually covered one of those. Yeah, you get the Keith Jones autograph <laughs> card. I did not care for it, but but uh, oh, I, I would go. It, it was. Uh, eh. I like the courses. I would rather go out to the out to Arizona to the golf tournament that's going to take place at the Super <laughs> well, yeah, Bowl than crazy. go to the British Open. I would much rather do that. Uh, All right, we're going to do uh, – Al's going to start you off with a true and false, but since you were just talking about the coaching, Ross, I'm going to kind of go down the list. So, Al, what's our first true or false? Okay, true or false. Nick Sirianni is not a finalist for Coach of the Year, amazingly. He's 5-0 and against coaches who are – argument is he's, uh, he's got a great roster. However, they're very well coached. Shanahan's team imploded. Sirianni clearly outcoached Shanahan. True or false, he should be a Coach of the Year. The coach of the year or a coach of the finalist. year finalist? Finalist, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, one way to look at this is if the roster is so great, mm-hmm. which, by the way, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, but if it's so great, why was the Eagles' season win total before the year oh. at Vegas? What was it, nine or nine was and a half? Eight and a half? It was seven and seven a half. Seven and a half, because Angelo got it early. We bought we bought in, and it was only like a week, and then it went to eight, I guess. But we both cashed on that. Nah. Yeah. That's, oh, I thought it was like nine. Well, whatever it was. Yeah. On some level, Coach of the Year should be a reflection of what was the season win total, because that is the consensus of how many games people think you're going to win, I don't know many teams, if any, that exceeded their season win total more than Sirianni. Um, and then it's not just that, obviously. It's what he's done with Jalen Hurts, you know, the little things we were just talking about. So without question, it's funny because he's not getting as much credit because now everybody sees how talented the team was. But again, they didn't, They weren't saying that in August. Like when I was doing the preseason games, people weren't saying that this is a team that's going to win 15 games or whatever. Yeah. Well, now he's going to see what uh, what the coach just got. What um, what's uh, who just got paid the 17 million? Oh yeah. Did you see that this morning? So Sean Payton <laughs> is going to make uh, Ross somewhere between 17 and 20 million per year. Well, so here's what I would tell you: <laughs> if if he's really like a top five, top ten coach. He's worth it. Pay, he, really, yeah. he really is. Like, yeah, there's like, no salary cap for coaches. So. Well, think about this. Like, um, think about some of the guys that make that much money. Now, Reddick's a little bit different because Reddick had such a great year. But, you know, you've got starting guards that are really good that are making, you know, $18 million a year now. Um, obviously, you've got receivers like A.J. Brown making $25 million a year. I mean, head coach is pretty important, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I think you can argue a head coach is as important as any non-quarterback 
in terms of the impact they have on the team. Uh, now, he's got to go out there and get it done. He's got to prove it. But also, there's no salary cap for coaches. So if, if you own Walmart, you know, <laughs> and you can spend whatever money you want to spend, that's a good place to spend So what you're saying is I'm paying for Sean Payton's salary? Every time uh, I go to Walmart. Yes, when when you when you got the uh, two for three dollar special yesterday, <laughs> yes. fifty six cents of that went yes, to Sean Payton. You know what's really wild? But think about this: like Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Chargers, makes four million dollars, which is a lot of money. But it's also why the Chargers were never going to hire Sean Payton. That you know, that's sixteen million dollars in profit. You know that the Chargers keep by having. Um, Brandon Staley as their coach and not Peyton. Well, and the Eagles got a good deal too. He's around six. I, th- I think if I remember the report, somewhere around six million. Yeah, is that what Sirianni is? I, that's just. I, that's just until I next yeah. two weeks from now. <laughs> you know what? Yep. Well, how long is his deal? I don't. I, five I, years. He signed a five. Okay, so here it is. If this was uh, SportingNews.com, if the numbers are correct, he signed a five-year deal worth thirty to thirty-five million. Yeah. So. Um, we're going to have a lot of conversations <laughs> in the off season. Yeah, no, because yeah. Jalen Hurts, Sirianni, sure. like I, I don't I mean, just so you guys know, I'm not like uh, trying to be Debbie Downer, and I don't know if he'll do this or not. Hassan Reddick is like a thirty million dollar a year. Oh, they player. got such a bargain on him. He he's making fifteen million yeah. a year. Yep. I mean, he, he's. It was undervalued he, when they signed him, Ross, and we all said it. And it was a, I, you know, I think he wanted to come home. Home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I now don't think he now to... he's done that, and uh, I yes, you're gonna have to pay that man. More. I mean, he's playing; he, he's, he's literally making fifty percent <laughs> of what he should be making based on how well he's playing. Yeah, it's insane. All right, get to Bob, Corey, Terry, everybody else. Lots of questions for Ross. Time of ninety four WIP is seven sixteen. All righty, welcome back to the morning uh, Ross Tucker's morning show, along with Rhea Hughes and uh, Al Morgani, <laughs> and we have uh, Francisco Rojas with our question of the day, I believe, with an update. Yes, we got an update here brought to, brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore, yep. minor fender, bender, or major accident. Armin Chevrolet Collision Center will make it right. Certified service, arminchevy.com. So the updated or the update on the Twitter question, again, the question was with Micah Parsons' recent comments the other day, do you like a cowboy rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl? So we have 57% say yes, Ooh, wow. 43% say no. All right. I I. I like it. I like Michael Parsons. I mean, he's a Penn State guy. And if I, think, I was a Cowboys yeah. fan, I wouldn't like uh, it. Probably not, no. but they don't care, I think. Ross, yes. what's your opinion on this? Um, well, I mean, he's from Harrisburg, oh, yeah. and a lot of people in Harrisburg are Eagles fans. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, actually, who he grew up a fan of. Um, I'm not so sure about well, that. The, the, the tweet was mostly these, his, his, his uh, admiration for Lane Johnson playing so well. Yeah. To, to, to go get well, him in the Super Bowl. Cool. That's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, I find I, that cool. But then he I said, go also, win it for the division, yeah. which I'm sure does not sit well. Yeah, I mean, Cowboys fans won't love that, but <laughs> I don't know. Didn't, like, I mean, during the World Series, they kept showing the, the, the picture of Jalen uh, Hurts with the Astros hat, which I know was, you know, from when he first got here or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was an old so, one, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sure Cowboys fans don't like it, but. Who cares what Cowboys fans think? Yeah. And not only that, that man, I got to tell you, I, I, I don't know if you guys have talked about it at all. I cannot believe that they essentially fired Kellen Moore and that Mike McCarthy That's is going to be their play That's insane, and I'm caller. happy. I'm very happy about it. Oh, my gosh. Eagles fans, 
Sunday was one of the best days of your life. <laughs> I mean, number one, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl and they destroy the Niners. Number two, the Cowboys objectively got much, much worse. And Sean Payton's not going there. You know what's crazy, guys? Because I, I did Dallas radio last week. They, like, they all wanted Kellen Moore fired. Kellen Moore's good. Kellen Moore's like a top 10 offensive coordinator. The Cowboys, after Dak came back from injury, they led the NFL in scoring and touchdowns, and that was with Dak throwing so many interceptions. And you look at them, CeeDee Lamb was good, but Gallup wasn't. They don't really have other receivers. You know, by the way, Gallup just had knee and ankle surgeries yesterday, which is probably why he wasn't that good. Their tight ends are okay. Dalton Schultz, he's not as good as So Goddard. was it was it a more of a talent issue than than a scheme issue? What I'm saying, Rhea, is their offense was good. Now, people are mad because they only scored how many points against the Niners. The Niners defense is really good. And Dak threw two terrible interceptions. Yeah. But that's you know, the the way we are as a society is you blame the quarterback, the head coach, or the coordinator. Yes. And everybody and sometimes thinks that, in that order. Right. And everybody <laughs> thinks they can call better plays. I'm just telling you, you know who can't call better plays than Kellen Moore? McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. <laughs> like the Eagles the Eagles win the NFC championship and the Cowboys get worse all in the same nice. day. What a, what a night. Nice. Uh let's go back to the phones. Let's go over to uh Home of Holy Cross. Del Rand to Bob. Good morning, Bob. Hey. Al, I got a request for you. You got to pay Garth before you leave the morning. I I, I really enjoy that. I'm, you made me a Garth Brooks fan. Leader. All right. Well, one of the mornings uh, on the Something Show, uh, we'll play instead of the uh, AJR. I'll go back to Garth Brooks just for you. Uh, he's one of my favorites <laughs> I, of all time. So I appreciate. But it has that. the word Thanks. cowboy in it, so people flip the hell out. But <laughs> yeah, I know. I understand. Yeah. Hey, um, see, I wanted to uh, uh, tell people that you know I heard some criticism about Sirianni, and I just think it. it, it and stupid stuff. I mean, these people nitpick at this guy. He's a good guy. He's he's a, he's a Philly guy. I, I consider him now he is. And, and the people were taking shots because he had the kids up on this stand. I'm like, come on, man, relax. I mean, they're little children. I mean, they're funny. I'd like to have them up there. Every- oh, that had daughter of his is a riot. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, everything looks every good when you win. Yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't be there if he didn't win, obviously. Exactly. Uh, but I, I can see if you're out. Of, if you, you can only your feet are where they are. So you're yeah. in Philly, so you enjoy it. Now, yeah. if we're watching the Cowboys win, and they're bringing up kids and stuff. You're like, what the heck's going on? Bring the little kids out of there, all that stuff. But, no, I, 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 I'm I, kind of torn on him. Some of the yeah. stuff he does bothers me, If I, I sure. mugging for things or whatever. But I think it's honest. I, That's I think he, he, he's honest, and, and he lets you in maybe to the— Too much, look, a little, you think. Here's, yeah. here's what I—when I talk to kids, I always say, listen— I know there are some guys in my locker room who don't like corny stuff. Yeah. I will tell you that it works. Corny stuff. We're all in this together. Uh, what's yeah. the? It's a Philly thing. It might yeah. be corny. They make whiskey out of corn. It yep. works. <laughs> it absolutely works. And he can make it work. So where's yep. the problem? <laughs> I am. I, it's about winning, man, and he's winning, and it's working. So yep. I have no issue with that. I mean, and, and I'm critical. Another thing I want to ask a general question, yep. and and I have a hatred for Dak Prescott, most overrated player <laughs> in the end. No, I really do. No, I love he's it. Average, I love it. He, he's a turnover machine, and and I hear people completely. You know, I'm watching ESPN, and they're still bringing this guy up. Now, I got to give Jerry Jones credit. He has done a tremendous marketing job. <laughs> 
Oh, no, on that. You got to give the man credit. I, I, I don't like him as far as building a team. No, but as a marketer, fantastic. Now, ask all you, is there going to be a point in time in 10 or 20 years, if they continue to lose, which I hope, that the Dallas popularity of the general public is going to go down and a team like, let's say, the Eagles, and they continue winning, or the John, you know, mm. where would that team go? Well, oh, Ross, Ross, what do you think? You've been in both places? No. No? That's, that's Why? not going to happen. Um, because. Are they not winning? Um, not really, actually. I mean, I, it, it's the brand, the, the Cowboys yeah. in particular, the Cowboys, the Steelers and the Packers are so, um, ingrained nationally mm-hmm. that I just don't see that changing. I mean, they haven't won in 30 years, so I don't know why another 10 years would yeah, change true. that. Um, it's unbelievable how many Cowboys fans there are everywhere. Um, And honestly, it's probably a good thing for the Eagles because on some level, sometimes I wonder what's more important to Jerry Jones, like the money and the merchandise and the TV ratings or actually winning. But it's it's just remarkable. I think the Eagles have been to, what, seven NFC Championship games Mm -hmm. since 2000? The Cowboys haven't been to one since 95. It's amazing. It, it, it really is amazing how how they have not been. And here's the thing. They've actually had a bunch of good teams. Yeah. You know, they just can't get it done in the playoffs. Hmm. Uh, all right, Bob, you have an event that you would go pay a whole bunch of money for besides the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, Phillies, Cubs, Sitting on the rooftops. Ah, yes. That whole area. I think that'd be so cool to have. That would be fun. Yeah, I I would pay. I mean, that might not break the bank. I've been there, and it yeah, it wouldn't be. And Chicago's a great city. It's awesome. Yeah, and you get number ten. You get a fifty dollar gift certificate to Captain Chucky's Crab Cake Company. We had him in there. Just terrific. All you got to do is we love crab cakes dot com. All right, Ross. I have another true or false. The Eagles only won the game because the Niners didn't have anyone who could throw a forward pass. Well, that is false um, because at that point the score was already Mm 21-7. So that's clearly false. And I'll even tell you guys this. This is one of the advantages, I feel like, of, you know, me coming on here with you guys. You know, I I was on in San Francisco yesterday. Oh, Mm -hmm. how'd that go? And Well, I even asked those guys. And the one guy said he thought it would have been – uh, 34-31 Eagles if Purdy never got hurt. Oh, my God. The other one said he thought it would have been 31-17 Eagles. So here I am in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. These guys are on San Francisco radio. They know it's all Niners fans out there. And even they say they could see signs early on that even if Purdy never got hurt, mm-hmm. that they think the Eagles would have won. Now, the one guy thought it would be closer – than the other guy, but they just thought they were – I could tell they were surprised how much the Eagles' D-line dominated the Niners' offensive line. Mm-hmm. And I could tell they were a little surprised how well the Eagles ran the ball as well, which is the thing, like, legitimately, guys, the, the Eagles have the best offensive line and I think the best defensive line in the NFL. Yeah. Wow. that That is hard to do. <laughs> And that's the biggest reason why, you know, they got a great chance yeah. to win the whole thing. I did a Seattle radio station the other night, and they asked me that question. And I said, 
The Eagles have the best offensive and defensive line in the NFL. I mean, it's it's not even a question. Yeah. And we didn't give you a chance to answer that question about Sirianni there with this, kind of the stuff he does. Your well, yeah, you know what? I'm glad. A couple things. Number one, Sirianni acts like most people from Philadelphia would act <laughs> if they were the head coach. Like, if you, I know he's from Jamestown, New York, or whatever, mm-hmm. but if you told everybody, they should have just lied when he got the job. Delco. And, Nick and from Delco. Was, yeah. Like, or North, Nick from Northeast <laughs> yeah. Philly. Like, yeah. he's, you know, he's an Italian guy. He loves his family. He gets fired up, you know, when, uh, when the Jets guy hits, mm-hmm. hits Hurts out of bounds. Like, I love when he gets fired up. The players love that he gets fired up. Um, he, he really does love those guys. He really does love it. You know, it was so cool because I was inside the ropes Sunday, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the NFC Championship celebration. Nick comes down the steps, and part of my Westwood One thing is I ask the head coach two questions. And he said, Ross, can you just give me two minutes? I was like, absolutely, man. And he went over, and I saw him kiss his wife and hug his kids. And, man, I get like – chills and my eyes fill up just thinking about it because his eyes filled up and Sirianni started to tear up for sure can you even imagine what that meant to him and how that felt I mean that was the pinnacle of his life's work to this point of his life to this point and to be able to hug his wife and kids so that was my first question my first question was just Nick I just saw you and he was still holding the little one. He was holding the little boy as I asked him the question. And um, you could just tell how much it meant to him. I love that he includes his family. I love that they're up there. Although I do remember when Steph Curry's daughter was always up there with him. Oh, people are always complaining about pe- it. People thought that that was unprofessional. They didn't like it. Because maybe, you know, they want to ask a hard question or a tough question. You're asking the hard question after somebody won a championship game. Well, I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, you're, that's probably. I mean, honestly, it's it's a party. We've been to them. Yeah, totally agree. But honestly, most of the things he does, I can kind of see me doing. Like certainly the family stuff. Mm-hmm. I I probably would have tried not to mug for the cameras, yeah. but that would have been hard too. Like I'm. If I'm on a roll like in beer pong or something, I'm pretty obnoxious, you know? So if there's a camera in my face and I'm just I'm, I'm killing the Giants, I might have I had a look for the camera too. <laughs> all right, well, we're all – I mean, this is, the, this is his uh, – this is his uh, coming out as the, one of the great yeah. best coaches in the league right here, right now. I mean, it's hard to argue with everything that's gone on. All right, we're going to get to everybody else on the wheel. We've got lots of people lined up. Time of 94, WIP is 736. There we go. All righty, oh, yeah. the Ross Tucker Show with Al Morgani and Rhea Hughes. Ross is out in the sticks in Reading somewhere. You know, Rhea, <laughs> yes. I just heard that promo. You know, I always thought the Grand Canyon was in Colorado until I actually went there. I had I have not. Why did you no think great, it was in I don't know. I just always thought there's mountains and stuff. That must be where a canyon is. I don't know. No, I purpose. <laughs> I I once like early twenties took a train across the country, stopped in Chicago, Kansas City, then Flagstaff, did the Grand Canyon, oh, yeah, and then yeah, went yeah. to L.A. and then up to San Francisco, and then I flew home. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. A lot of people are going to go out there. Yeah. They're going to go to the golf tournament. Ross, we, we're we're anticipating that at that golf tournament on Saturday. It's going to be an Eagles party. Are you familiar with that golf tournament, Russ? I am because um, 
they uh, they had it out there in t- when I was out there for the Super Bowl in 2015. Um, and uh, I did not go to it, but I've heard unbelievable things. Because I, you know, I almost always, um, when I do go out to the Super Bowl, I when I'm done with my stuff, mm-hmm. like on Friday, um, sometimes I come home Friday, oh. sometimes I come home Sunday morning, <clears throat> because I don't usually go to the game. I actually prefer to watch the game at home. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, or next week, I'm only going to be there um Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'm I'm flying back Wednesday currently. I don't really have any – I got a bunch of work to do out there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I don't really have anything Thursday or Friday, so I'll come back. I'm debating <clears> – <throat> I think I'm just going to watch the Super Bowl with my wife and daughters and just, like, just the four of us. Like, I, I just – I kind of want it to be just us, you know, just enjoying it. And I'm so glad that my daughters – they're 9 and 10 – it's just so cool that they have this when they're this age. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah, old yeah. enough to know it now. Yeah. They're old enough to know it and enjoy it. And, and they, by the way, they still remember the uh, parade and everything five years ago. But they'll really remember this yeah, one. Yeah. And um, if it happens, yep. It's cool. It's just like um, part of me is is jealous that the Eagles were never this good when when I was that age. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like think about how awesome. I mean. I'm I'm like an analyst now, and this whole thing's cool, and I like that the team's successful. But man, if you're like age six to <laughs> like sixteen, like this is just unbelievable. You know, it's like it, it's like winning the lottery to be a kid that age and have your favorite team be in the Super Bowl and hopefully win it. And then you think it'll never end. Yes, so you're going to be good forever. Oh, when I was a kid, you know, we had the the Phillies and the Eagles and yeah, like, and the fly. You know yeah. that that one year was yeah. insane. It's so. going to it's going to go on forever. Well, guess what? Enjoy it now. Yeah, it doesn't. It's going to be a, it's going to be a hell of a ride. Let's go. Just check in right over in West Philly over here with Terry. Good morning, Terry. Hey Al, how you going, buddy? Doing great, Terry. Listen, I'm all ready for the game. Yep. And I'm ready. We want the biggest party in Philly. Well, there's going to be a party. I mean. Let's hope it ends with a big celebration, but it's going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good, clean fun. <laughs> well, no, you know what, Terry? This is what I was saying earlier. It's like it's now it, – it, nothing can ever be like the first time, mm-hmm. but it gets better because it, when it's not your first rodeo, like even the celebration after the NFC Championship, it was like connect the dots. We go here. Yeah. We go there. With this pole we climb. This is what we do. We do this. We All the nonsense stops. Like the yes. real, you know, don't be, you know where the poles are now so you don't run into it. So you've, <laughs> you've seen, you've seen. You, For you, a little experience. Yeah, you've run this yeah. play before. I wish that the mayor hadn't announced that the, you know, if there was a parade. I mean, I don't like getting ahead of yourself with parade planning. I, I find it a little worrisome when I, and I'm, I just, well, I cities just, have to do it. Al. I know, but you I mean, don't announce. Oh uh, yeah. You don't announce we're it. We're going to spend more money than ever around, you know, whatever. Anyway, anyway, what else you got for us, Terry? Well, otherwise, like Howie did really, we really mm-hmm. spent some money on the off season and got put in, um, the defense in the, in the office. I get Howie credit. He spent some money. That's why the Eagles are good. Well, he spent he spent smart money too. I mean, he's got guys that are going to stay a while. He's got guys on one, you know, uh, contracts that are going to expire. So it's uh, money spent wisely. He's uh, there's no denying. He's, he, I mean, he's 
done one of the great, not <laughs> yes. just sports. I mean, if you just look at business, I mean, he's done one of the great business models <laughs> that that you've ever seen here. Well, there's there's a lot here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, number one, to be back in the Super Bowl five years later <laughs> with a different quarterback and a different head coach, that is really rare. Hundred percent, man. <laughs> I think somebody mentioned the Raiders did it, like uh, Madden, Stabler, and then four years later or something is when they played against the Eagles with Flores and Plunkett. But I think that's the only other time that this has happened. And the the common denominator is Howie Roseman. I mean, I, I think he's pretty clearly the best GM in football. And I think we should start talking about him as being, you know, among the best executives in any sport. Oh, yeah. The roster is just ridiculous. I will say this, though. I think we really need to enjoy it. Oh, yeah, we know. Don't be a Debbie Downer. Well, they got a lot of free agents. (laughs) Jalen Hurts going to get a lot of money. And what happens is when they win the Super Bowl, or even if they just go this far, everybody kind of wants theirs then. Oh, sure. Yeah, everybody kind of feels like, they were like a guy like Hassan Reddick or whoever, they feel like they were a big reason and they were, and they want their money. And I, I don't blame them at all. So um, it will be very hard. Here's how I would describe it. I think it'll be very hard for next year's Eagles team to be as talented as this year's Eagles team. That doesn't mean that they can't still be awesome. Doesn't mean that they can't still win it. It just means it's going to be more challenging. Well, especially if there's guys named Kelsey and Graham that aren't back. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brandon said yesterday um, that he wants to play a couple more years, I think. So um, I think I think he'll probably be back. The Kelsey thing is so interesting because he could so easily ride off into the sunset. But, but he's still playing so great. Yeah. He's still playing so great, <laughs> and you can tell he still really enjoys it. But I will say this, like, you know, the the wear and tear on yeah. your body, that's forever. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's forever. He's got little kids. And so you do get to a point where you're like, okay, I've made a ton of money. I've hopefully won two Super Bowls. I could ride off into the sunset. I could make a lot of money off the field with everything I do. What would I gain by playing another year versus – you know, what could I potentially lose, which is hmm. the potential for a serious injury or even just more wear and t- more hits to the head for the CTE stuff. I mean, there's just – and he's a very bright guy. So I, I am confident that Kelsey will properly weigh the pros and cons before he decides what he wants to do. All right, Terry, do you have something you pay big money for? Ooh. I paid big money when I went on a honeymoon with my wife. That was a lot of money. Mm. No, I'm not going to give you that. That's not counting. All right, Ross, I have another true or false for you. All right. A Niners player told the San Francisco Chronicle they believe the league called the refs after Purdy got hurt and said, don't let San Francisco win. (laughs) True or false? This aggravates me. To no end. This is where people should not be able to have unnamed sources. Yes. Like, the the player should be outed, and if he has children, Child Protective (laughs) Services should be called. I love when you say that. It's just like, what are we doing here? I mean, 
Did you see the penalties? <laughs> yeah. Did did the, the, did the league tell the San Francisco player to hit Jalen Hurts out of bounds and give them another fifteen yards? My my favorite is when the league told Josh Johnson to drop the fumbled shotgun snap <laughs> yeah. so that the Eagles could get that one more touchdown <laughs> at the end of the first yes. half. It's just embarrassing. And I, you know, I hate that this is where we are as a society or as a country, as whatever. I mean, it's unbelievable how many Bengals fans and people that bet on the Bengals that think the NFL is rigged and that they rigged it for the Chiefs because they wanted the Kelsey brothers storyline <laughs> or Andy Reid or whatever. Like I say to these people, I'm like, so first of all, if it's rigged, like you suggest, doesn't that mean it was rigged last year when you guys went to the Super Bowl? Bengals fans. Yeah, it like, wasn't rigged then. Yeah, and, and by the way, um, do you think the NFL last year would have rigged a Rams Bengals Super Bowl? Uh, it's not yet. Are it you wasn't, kidding yeah. me? And by the way, you know what the best proof of all this is? If it was really rigged, I can assure you the Cowboys would have made an NFC Championship <laughs> yes. game in the last 30 years. <laughs> in the last 30 Excellent years. Point. I mean, for ratings, the ratings are off the charts when the Cowboys are involved. The NFL would love if they made a championship game or a Super Bowl. Love it. No, they got a pretty – I mean, you got to love Philly being there. I mean, the, you know, the, the, the amount of people that are going to go there. And the other thing, Ross, is – I don't know if it was you that I argued with that the league was going to go to this neutral site thing. I forget who I – there's no way they can go neutral site on a championship game. When you look at what happened in this city, what happens in cities when you win it, it's impossible to me, impossible that a league would consider taking this away from the fans who paid all year. I, I, can't, I can't believe it could ever happen. Well, so the league – would probably want to do it because they could make more money from it. The owners, I don't think, would ever go for it. There might be one or two. You know who was a big proponent of this, actually? Lamar Hunt, the owner of the Chiefs' dad. You know, really? The founder of the Chiefs. Yeah, I found that out um, yesterday, actually, from the guy on the Ross Tucker podcast that he pushed for years that he thought each conference's championship game should be treated like a mini Super Bowl and have it be like a week-long party and the whole deal. He thought that's how it should be treated. But most of the owners recognize how incredible it is and how valuable it is to potentially host a championship game. And I can tell you this because I've been there. Uh, my wife can tell you because she was at the Super Bowl five years ago when the Eagles won it, and she was there Sunday um, I got her and my father-in-law two tickets. The championship game is better. Like, if you ever ask anybody that's been to both and the team has won both, the championship game is like an unbelievable party with 70,000 of your friends mm -hmm. and the atmosphere is incredible. You go to the Super Bowl. Different. You don't really know anybody. Be, well, it's going to be like half Eagles fans. Mm -hmm. it, it'll be like a third Eagles fans, a third Chiefs fans, you're kind of scattered about, and a third just like rich people, yeah, you yeah. know, or like or like business people. It just doesn't have the same feel like a like that place. The link, yeah. I, that was rocking. I, I was so excited to be on the sideline to be part of that. And I got to tell you guys, I love doing these shows with you. 
I go around the I go around like the outside of the field or whatever. So many people are like Ross, 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 and like I'm doing selfies with people and stuff. Like, <laughs> and I, I credit that all to to WIP and Ria and you, Al and Angelo, and I really appreciate it. Well, it's a, it, I, they can't take it away. No, I mean, the atmosphere I, it I mean, was a party. It really, and it, you owe it to the fans. I mean, you really do. If that, it, it, let's just say it had happened otherwise, and that game had been played in Atlanta, it's just, no, it's just wrong. No. It's just wrong. All right, Ross, we got lots of people lined up to, to ask you questions. We'll be back in just a moment or so. Time of 94 WIP 756.